Hey, and welcome back to our podcast, My Sisters TBR. I'm Stacy, And I'm Rebecca. We're sisters co-hosting a podcast of all things bookish, where we'll be talking about our past, current, and future reads. And trying to keep everybody up to date on the book world. Things that we find interesting. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this podcast is our opinions. It's our baby. Yeah. <laughs> we can do what we... No, we can't. <laughs> I think this month has been um, like my unicorn. I read a lot of books this month. You and read a lot. I did. I did. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I'm now able to read physical books because okay. my little grabby, grommy, you know, Troll. yeah. <laughs> The creature that I'm raising, uh, she's no longer trying to grab the books out of my hand, so I'm able to read physical now. So I think that has ignited yep. the passion for reading again. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you're so used to like, I mean, the Kindle is good, mm -hmm. it's nice, but there's nothing that beats a good, yeah, <sighs> a good smell. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> of those physical books. <laughs> And at least now you can pick your way through your physical TBR mm -hmm. that you have in your library. Yep. All 858 <laughs> books. Uh, for whoever is keeping up to date on our episodes, <laughs> the first episode you had 800 books. Yep. <laughs> and I'm currently in a no buying books ban, so I don't know where they're coming from. They're multiplying. It's not my fault. That's I don't see that happening for very long. <laughs> But I forgot how clumsy hardcover books are. I've been reading Akatar and um, Ilsa lent me her hardcover set. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like I'm, I, I've struggled to like hold like I've. They're big. How does somebody forget to read a hardcover book? Like it <laughs> should be like riding a bicycle. <laughs> but I don't know. A big clunky. Yeah. Bicycle. But, like, when I was reading Little Toy Car, I was, like, bending the, you know, the cover back. And I was just, like, going to town with it. <laughs> uh, I think I'm a paperback gal. Yeah, I agree. And I used to, like, be so anal over my paperbacks and, like, not bend the spine. <gasps> okay, I haven't bent this one. I've been actually very good with this one. I love a book that has character yeah. and has a story. Like that when looks I loved. My books, yeah, mm -hmm. they need to. They need love. Have you seen the TikTok um, where you take like the front cover and the back cover and you start like working your way into the center? Yeah, um, like pulling it back. Mm -hmm. I did that with little toy car. Oh, did you find like? Yeah, it didn't crack the spine whatsoever. So, okay, little hack for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this month has um, been the opposite of a unicorn for me. So like a donkey? <laughs> a mule? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just have not been reading very much at mm. all. And I can't even blame it on Hogwarts Legacy anymore because I also haven't been playing <laughs> that. I don't know what I'm doing with my time. <sighs> I don't know what you're doing with your time. <laughs> I'm also chipping away at the 800-page fifth Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm slowly but surely yeah you got a big project yeah yeah i didn't start my month out all that great um i was reading a not so meet cute by megan quinn okay and i think i like i think i really talked this one up oh, no. in the last episode <laughs> did it it wasn't not worth the hype um i rated it three 
I did really like the spice and the banter between the characters. Mm-hmm. They five out of five for that. Okay. But I just felt like there were so many red flags with their relationship and here we go. Yeah. Uh, I know I've already explained like what the book was about, but for, for any it, new yeah. listeners, it's about Hux and Lottie. Hux is looking for a fake fiance to close an important business deal. He made up that he had a pregnant fiance. How do you? Uh, okay. It was, Continue. yeah. So he was obviously, <laughs> he's desperate for this business deal. So now he has to find somebody to impregnate. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, Lottie just so happens to be looking for a fake rich boyfriend. Uh, basically to make her on again, off again, ex-best friend, ex-employer jealous at their high school reunion okay uh so like admits their fake dating they actually start developing feelings for each other of course yeah as goes every other fake dating Mm -hmm. (laughs) romance uh there is like there's like a very fine line that they are constantly overstepping and i found that like hux was getting angry with her because he was having feelings and like he was trying to keep things professional, oh, right? Annoy me. Oh, there were so many red flags. I don't know. Like there was just so much like spark between them, mm-hmm. and the spice was really good. I That's loved. Important. I loved a lot of parts. I have to say, like going into it, I loved how funny Lottie was. She okay. she was a very comedic character. I like that. Like her breakdown, I just felt like like I could connect. <laughs> With the way that she just jumped to conclusions, she was like, okay, well, I have to go find a fake fiance. And then she just starts, like, prowling the streets. Okay. Looking for a fake husband. Good for her. Yep. <laughs> Very proactive. Yep. 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 Um, <laughs> later, like, I'm going to say maybe halfway through the book, uh, she really started to grate on my nerves. Like, the way that she was immature about things. Now, all of these were very obvious from the start, which I found almost adorable mm-hmm. at the start. Yeah. But then towards the middle of that book, I was just, nope, like red flags galore. She just did not handle situations at all like I would have expected an adult to handle. And how old is she supposed to be? I don't remember. Okay. I just felt so like disconnected with her. And I just wish that she kept that same spunk Mm. she had at the start. Uh, She ended up just sounding like a spoiled brat towards the end of it, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like, like you said, like there was a very... There's a fine line when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for me. And I know a lot of people did rate this quite high. Oh. They really enjoyed it. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I guess it just. What did you rate it? I rated it a three. Okay. So not a good start to February. No. No. It gets better. Okay. That's good. Yeah. It gets I'm... better. I mean, I read like 13 books this month. That's actually crazy. <laughs> was it 13? Maybe it was 10. We'll find out. Mm-hmm. The first book that I actually finished this month was like two days ago, and it was a short story. (laughs) So this was Knox (laughs) by Cindy Smoke. Everybody knows what we feel about the name Knox. I feel like everyone can feel our giddiness every time we say the word Knox. (laughs) Yeah, so I literally finished this February 21st. It was 62 pages. I like my short stories, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, This was definitely a romance. Uh, Definitely according to the cover. (laughs) I feel so embarrassed whenever I start, like, updating my Goodreads with those covers. Because there's people who like it, and I know they only like it. Because it's, like, they know what it's about. Pure filth. Yes. (laughs) 
they don't expect anything less. That's fine. <laughs> but when they see a um, jacked, shirtless man. Yep. I'm pretty sure you can put two and two together. <laughs> um, so this was a dual point of view. Love those. Mm-hmm. Grumpy versus Sunshine. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so Evie is in a mountain town of Laurel Falls to dog sit for a month. Okay. Um, as a side gig. And she's looking forward to reading and relaxing by the fireplace. Okay. That sounds like a vacation I want. Uh-huh. And she's also a, a book editor. Oh. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. And she's just hoping to find a big mountain man to occupy her time with. So, enter Knox. Grumpy, big, muscular, tall, dark, and handsome Knox. Lives next door to where she's dog-sitting, of course. Mm-hmm. After some arguments, you can only guess how things end up. There's really only one way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 62 pages in some romance. Obviously, you know what's going to happen. What I really liked, though, like on the description of this book, Cindy Smoke, she wrote, The town also contains a surprisingly high percentage of single and smoking hot mountain men per capita (laughs) who are just waiting to fall immediately in love. That's totally believable, right? No? Well, you aren't here for a believable story. You're here for an enjoyable, over-the-top insta-love. Oh, yes. (laughs) And that is what it was, for sure. (laughs) I know it's a short story, so it has to be very quick to the point. Mm -hmm. They moved in together after, like, a month and, like, were engaged in a month. It was just... Very fast-paced. It's an insta-love. Yeah. Like, yes, and I knew that. Mm -hmm. It was a bit weird. Could have done without. Yeah. Or they could have just, like, fast-forwarded, like, a couple years. Yep. At least, say, even a year. Yeah. Because, like, they did fall, like, for, mm-hmm. for each other, which was fine. I don't know. But her, her little blurb makes me feel like there's more. Are there, like, different stories of different men in this town? Because that, she's sort of setting it up to be a... There's another one. There's, like, a a two-part, I guess, technically, from another point of view. I don't remember. Dash, I think his name was. Okay. I started reading it, but I got confused because I thought it was going to be somebody already brought up in that story. Like and the it was from Knox. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I just got confused and I just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> so I just left it. Okay. Um, but it's another short story and it's it had the exact same yeah, vibes similar, as this yeah. one. Yeah. But I rated that a four. Oh. I'm just... <laughs> I love my smut. Okay? I know. <laughs> it was... It was good. Again, I just, I, I do enjoy reading the short stories, but I can't connect. It's hard to find those short stories that you will be able to get yeah. the depth. Which, like, 62 pages, I know there's mm-hmm. not enough for me to grasp onto, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. What was your next read? <laughs> Molly by Crystal Veach. 284 pages, but I rated it a two. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> You're obviously on the same wavelength. <laughs> oh, uh, God. I yep. really, really wanted to like this book. Uh, like, I'm a sucker for the single moms, the young moms. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I find that those stories I connect to. Yep. Uh, there were definitely, there were parts that I loved about this book, obviously. Because uh, I didn't DNF it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, I thought Molly was a pretty great character. She was lacking some depth. But... Again, like, you can't really be picky when you pick up books that are less than 300 pages. Mm -hmm. 
in a nutshell, Molly meets Ryan, who's her tattooist. Okay, so he shows an interest right from the get-go, but it's like borderline stalkerish. Okay? Okay. Uh, like, he's showing up at her work all the time and, like, really, like, pestering her to go on a date with him. She's obviously hesitant because she has a daughter. She has a business. She's, mm, you know, yes. she, yeah. she needs to take care of herself. She mm-hmm. needs to make sure that, She will be know, careful. Yeah. yeah. I get it. So, like, he's all the time showing up and, like, pestering her for dates and to go out with him. And she gives in to him. She, and she does like him. Like, she does say mm-hmm. in, like, it's a dual point of view. So, she does say that she does like him. When she does give him a chance, her first date, a female shows up who's very close to Ryan. Uh, he, I don't know. It's like he has two brain cells. He he thinks that there's no problems at all with this being like really close with this female who quite obviously throughout the whole book has a thing, has for, a thing him. for him, right? Oh. And he's like got these blinders on and he's completely pushing aside Molly's concerns and just saying, oh, no, she's like a sister, you know, like. That's what the, yeah, oh. that's what they say until they end up in bed with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, like, constantly inserting herself into their relationship and showing up to give him, like, lunch and stuff. Like, it's just really, oh. And he sees nothing wrong with this. Red flag. Yes. I hated just how he, like, just kept blowing off Molly's concerns. Like, she has a kid to take care of. Yeah. She doesn't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, she doesn't need him. Yep. Uh, this is also advertised as an age gap. He's supposed to be 11 years older than her. Uh, and he did not seem like he was older than her. Like, he just screamed early 20s. Okay. Like. I mean, yeah, especially for that behavior. And, like, yes. getting on like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It just, ugh. I was bored with it mm-hmm. throughout the whole story. I was just, I could see everything coming from a mile away. Yeah. You want to be surprised with stuff Exactly. Like that. And nothing surprised me with this book. Okay. Nothing. That's, that's boring. Yeah. And I hate being so negative about books. I mm-hmm. hate, like, giving a bad review. Yeah. But. You got to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And I just did not feel like this book was a memorable book. The only reason why I remember half of this stuff is because I had to wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for two stars, like, that's, um. Yeah. I'm surprised you finished it. I, it's, it was a struggle. It really was. Yeah. My next read was Midnight Valentine. I can't wait to talk about this. By J.T. Geisinger. I literally (laughs) finished this five minutes before I came over here to record. (laughs) (laughs) This was romance, 326 pages. I don't want to read out the synopsis, though. Uh, And side note. I also had this on my finished books of this month. What did you, what did you rate it? I rated it five. But is a hesitant five? I think. Oh, mine was a confident five. Oh, you were so confident with that. But like, (laughs) I struggled. I really did. Mm -hmm. It took me a long time to finish it. Mm -hmm. There was just a lot of parts that made me very frustrated Yep. But looking back now, I'm like, okay, it all you makes it. sense. Yeah, I completely get it, and I love how everything adds <laughs> up now. So basically, like I just talked about this last episode, like I gave the synopsis, but I feel like I should give it again. The main character, her husband dies. She ends up moving to a small town five years later to make basically make their dreams come true by renovating this B and B. 
then obviously the contractor in charge of the renovations is <laughs> this <laughs> dark, mysterious man who is literally mute. Yeah, he does not talk. Mm-hmm. Which really adds to the mysterious vibes. Uh-huh. And then just takes off from there. I'm not going to go into it because... I know, you really have to go into this book blind. Yeah. And if you have read any of JT's books, you know that her books need to be read without reading anything. Mm-hmm. Don't even look at reviews. Yeah. Like, I'm glad that I didn't. Yeah. I kind of expected where it was going mm-hmm. just because I read Pen Pal before. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I sort of egged that on a bit too because yeah, I had mentioned, yeah, like Pen Pal, don't read anything. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I'm glad that I didn't. Yeah. Um, and I'm very happy with the outcome. I actually read the, did you read the acknowledgments at the end of the book? No, I don't think I did. So she said that she was going to have. Oh, I did. Okay. Yeah. 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 It could have ended very differently. And I don't think I would have been happy. No. I would not have been. She was going to make it end in a very sad ending. But instead she said that like, as she was about to write it, she was like, her heart couldn't do it. So she decided to give the main female character like the. The ending that she deserved. Yeah. After yeah. all of her heartache. Yeah. And it was very, very nice. Um, I just found she was so relatable. Yeah. She, she was, though. Yeah. I loved her. And I loved, like, her internal dialogue. Oh, thinking that she was going insane. Yeah. She was pretty comical, I gotta say. There were times in this book that I was, like, clutching, like, my chest. Like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? There's a part when she walks into a shed. I'm not going to say anything else about it. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to give any indication. Yeah, at the end, when she walks into that shed, I was like, what is she going to find? Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, I was honestly, I was a bit afraid. I I didn't know which way the story was going at that point. Yeah, I'm glad that it went the way that it did. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I was, like, expecting the worst, honestly. Yeah, Yeah. I thought it was going to be something super. (laughs) Oh, okay, I still shouldn't give away stuff. So, going back to her inner monologue, when she says... (laughs) He wants to play hide the sausage with me. <laughs> I died. Oh my god. Um, but at the end, when he says, I'm not going to give any context to this whatsoever, but whoever has read this book will understand. When he says, it wasn't enough. Oh. Yeah. I cried. Did you cry? I cried. I cried. And then she was like, what wasn't enough? What wasn't en-? Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Like right there. I know this was, like, literally the end of the book, but that just made it all worth it. Yeah. Like, I was very frustrated during a lot of the book, but worth it. Yeah. And it. I kept trying to say I that. Know. You kept trying to push me. Yeah. But, yeah, I rated, I'm going to say, like, a 4.5. Just because, like, I can't ignore my frustrations. Because mm-hmm. they were there for a reason. Yep. But um, I think that's, she's good at that. She's good yeah. at bringing out emotion in her readers. And I think that's... Mm. A- a really good that's a really good author yeah that she does mm-hmm. oh my gosh the tears this woman has pulled out of me you need to read perfect strangers that is up next. yeah that is another one that i was weeping I'm literally weeping. adding that to my tbr right now i like how she writes her female characters and how real she makes makes up like she had said Why is it that when a woman's been through a lot, she's expected to handle it gracefully with fake smiles and a stiff backbone, but when a man's been through a lot, he's given full license to storm around like a giant baby throwing a tantrum? Mm. How freaking true is that? That is so true. Yep. 
Like, how do you to be able to put that into work? Yeah. yeah. See, she's <laughs> 10 out of 10. What was your next read? Uh, the next ones that I read was the Tea Dragon Society graphic novels. Okay. Oh, they were just so freaking adorable. I don't um, think I've ever heard of them. First one was 72 pages. Second was 135 pages. And then the third one was 137. Okay. So trilogy. It is complete. Uh, I don't know if um, Kay O'Neill is going to do any more with that universe. If she has already. I, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But oh, I hope so. Uh, I rated it a five again. I okay. All three of them were five stars. Wow. Uh, the first novel is about Greta. She discovers a tea dragon in the marketplace, which leads her to learn about the dying art form of tea dragon caretaking from the kind tea shop owners, Ezekiel and Eric. She befriends their shy ward, Minette, and Greta sees how the craft enriches their lives and eventually her own. So that's just the synopsis for the first book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one tells more of Ezekiel's and Eric's backstory. I like how I like that. Yeah. yeah. And then the third one is brings it all together mm-hmm. and they bring in more characters. It's just so cute how these little dragons, she's like taking care of these little tiny dragons. And when they're happy and well taken care of, they sprout like flowers on their heads. Okay, and this adorable. is what you make the tea out of. That's so cute. Yeah. There's more to it. There's so much more to it. It was a very quick read. It was such a cozy read. And the art was incredible. It just really makes you want to be in that universe, Mm. taking care of tea dragons, like foraging, adventuring. Like I just. I love cozy reads like that. Yeah. Um, But like everything about these just really drew me in. The characters, the representation, the inclusion, the magic. It was really heartwarming. If you want to feel like you're being hugged by a book, read these, honestly. And they're on Kindle Unlimited. I was just about to ask you where can I find this. Yeah, Kindle Unlimited. Super quick reads. Done. I finally finished The Inheritance Games Mm -hmm, by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. It was a mystery. YA. Uh, I rated it a four. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. at least like your long span of reading that at least it was worth it yeah it was um and honestly the only reason why i dropped it down to a four and not a five Mm -hmm. was because i found it was easy to put down so you didn't find that like it was i put it down and i literally did not touch it for two weeks and i did not miss it okay and i that i think is a bad sign yeah right it's is not it didn't really stick with me now there were parts, yes, that I just was just page after page, just mm-hmm. flicking through it. But then when that settled but, down. But yeah, there were times when I put the book down and it like I just forgot that I was reading it. And I don't like that. No, you but the story itself was enough that I, I couldn't rate it any lower than a four. Okay, well, that's yeah. good at least. Yeah, it's about Avery. She's a teenager who unexpectedly inherits a multi-billionaire's fortune. There are stipulations to her getting the money. Tobias Hawthorne disinherited his family. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He left his entire fortune to Avery, stating that she must spend a year living in the Hawthorne house with the family he just disinherited. Okay. Mm -hmm. There were questions upon questions and puzzles. Like, Tobias was a big, big fan of puzzles and Mm. games. So, it was like... I kind of felt almost like Nancy Drew, right? Like, like it was, yeah. yeah. Like everything was this big mystery, trying to figure out why he included Avery and all this. She has no connection to the family that they're aware of. So did they 
know each other? Before? No, she, nope. Uh, her half-sister was taking care of her. They weren't well off at all. She kept getting letters, her sister, stating that Avery inherited all this money. And of course, the first thing you're going to think is, that's a scam. scam. Yeah. So she kept like brushing off the letters. Mm-hmm. But like they finally realize that it's not a scam anymore and they inquire about it. And then it just, the ball just starts rolling. Oh man. What a good ball that is. Uh, yeah. Like where's, <laughs> where's my advice? Not only are you trying to figure out like why Avery inherited all this money, what the end game was there, but you're also trying to figure out who's actually on her side. Oh, so there's people, like, getting close with her. Yes. Possibly for bad intentions. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nancy Drew. So it did, like, it almost took me two months to finish this book solely because I was putting it down and just forgetting that I was reading it. Yeah. So, but it was still a great book. Okay. As long as it was worth it. And there's two more books, so I will eventually get around to that. It did end on kind of a cliffhanger. It set up the second book. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, so, that needed to happen. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I am intrigued. Okay. And I would like to read the rest. The other one that I finished was Akatar. Oh. Uh, it felt so good to finish a fantasy novel. I would again. say, it's, after this long break. Yeah. Uh, I rated it a solid five stars. I was so, so pleased with it. As I was reading it, I was trying to pinpoint where I left it the, yeah, last, the last time I started, time. years and years ago. Yeah. And it was like past the middle of the book like what did i do why did i not finish it are you serious yeah yeah i read a lot of it (laughs) you and your dnfs i I don't even remember dnfing it (laughs) you did at some point as soon as i started this book it had its claws in me Hmm. i just devoured it the whole book and then as soon as i closed it i started the second (laughs) oh my i love books like that though like i found out the same way with flock yeah as soon as i finished flock by kate stewart i ordered exodus then yep immediately yeah don't talk about exodus i know (sighs) we love rainy days don't we baby (sighs) (laughs) okay okay back to akatar a court of thorns and roses uh i don't know if i said if it was by sarah j mass but i think we're all i think we all know that by now So it's about 19-year-old Feyre. She kills a wolf while hunting, only to have a more terrifying beast demand retribution from her. So she's taken beyond the wall that separates the mortal world and the Fey realm, where she must stay as punishment for breaking the treaty. So a human amongst Fey, what could possibly go wrong? Wonder. (laughs) Great. Um... This checked off like so many boxes for me. I love fantasy. It's what kickstarted my love for reading. Mm-hmm. And this just, it sucked me right in. Uh, I loved everything about Feyre. Her loyalty, her compassion, her emotional growth. And as a reader, it really helped to learn about the Fey realm with Feyre. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she was she's obviously aware of the Fey's, the fairies. Like there was still so much for her to learn. And it really helped me learn it as well. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't feel like... I was being slapped in the face with all this information. It was a gradual. Yeah. Because she was also learning. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I wish I read this before BookTok spoiled so much of it. Yeah. TikTok does that Yeah. But I am still really enjoying it. Okay. I mean, that's the main thing. Yeah. Yep. Just try to forget about the things that BookTok has 
showed you. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> but I'm excited about the second one because I know this is a favorite of a lot of mm -hmm. people. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah. Like when we've talked about how intimidating fantasy books can be, mm -hmm. you mentioned uh, A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. But honestly, like it, it wasn't that bad. Okay. Once you got the hang of some of the names, mm -hmm. like the rest of it is literally just reads like a regular yeah. book. And there's some, there's some spicy scenes. There is? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I mean, not like to the level that, that we've read. Yeah. <laughs> but... I need a little bit to keep me in yeah. interested. Yeah. Well, there's it throws you some crumbs. Okay. <laughs> Can I have some more, please? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I yes. finally finished the audiobook for Priest. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> I started this in December. <laughs> it's an eight-hour audiobook. I could have potentially finished it in a day. Oh, 100%. I rated it a two. I rated it two stars. That's two two stars this month. Yep. Yeah, I dang. I'm not even bringing up my DNFs this month. I'll leave that and I'll compile a good list after a couple months yeah. of my DNFs because that can get pretty juicy. Yeah, that's a whole episode right there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I got a lot of recommendations for this book. Like it was, it was talked up pretty high. Mm -hmm. I've uh, seen it a lot on TikTok as well. Yeah. Talk. The cover alone was enough to bring me in. Oh, I thought it was sweet. a very, yeah, it was artsy. Mm -hmm. You know, like it wasn't. Oh yeah, lots of. It wasn't like your Knox. <laughs> it wasn't as bad as Knox. <laughs> yeah, the cover of Knox um, was literally just a shirtless man. He looks naked. <laughs> That's the only reason I started reading it. <laughs> like, okay, uh, you're coming home with me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was told to like the best way to experience this book was through audiobook because the audio narrators were like spot on like they and they wow. did sound very uh soothing okay yep i mean you would have to have a soothing voice if you're gonna be uh talking very mm -hmm. sexual well i <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> yep. i found like i've listened to a couple samples of other audiobooks because i have so many credits and i don't want to waste them yeah and i've listened to samples and some of them sound like kind of robotic like you're and i don't like I that no that. but the narrators for priest oh five just out of five this. alone just for just for the narration okay. yeah like it was really well done i wonder who he is let me see him probably oh no oh does it not match the voice no no it's not that it's not that it's just i mean no like i have an image okay and i am not <laughs> Okay. I am not. Can I search him up then? Okay. It's narrated by Jacob Morgan and Elena Wolf. I don't care about her. <laughs> I'm just going to go back to this now that you've like shattered my heart. I think the book just wasn't for me. A very basic summary of it is it follows Tyler, who's a priest, and Poppy was a stripper. How? Okay. But yeah, I know. Like, it sounds really far-fetched yeah that's like one extreme to the next yeah her confession which just paints her as a manipulative immature homewrecker oh okay okay the whole story was just like surface level no depth to the characters the history of the two characters was lacking so much that i really could not feel an ounce of connection with them uh it read as like a cheap porno that's just that's not enjoyable no no absolutely no plot no that's a lie uh, there was plot, but it wasn't good plot. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
So, like, this person, the author, who was it by? Sierra Simone. Yeah, so she just wanted to make it as sexy as she could. Or I guess. Or what she thought was as sexy. Yeah, and maybe, like, try to bring in some, like, taboo subjects, yeah. you know? But it just, it didn't feel like it, I don't know. Like you it, can't force that stuff. No, no. This, the spice, oh my god. Like, it had me clutch on my pearls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying something. But clutching your pearls okay uh so comparable to i can't even ask if it's comparable to faking with benefits because you never run it (laughs) i can guarantee that it was worse well not worse but um that the spice was how would you know because i can't see how you can describe it (laughs) more than how sierra's described it okay fair um very religious like I mean, I expected that because of him being a priest. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be more of a, like, that he walks away from it sort of thing, right? Yeah. But it's not. So he's still... Mm -hmm. So he's a bad boy. (laughs) Yes. He is not going to heaven. (laughs) The way that the scenes are... No, definitely not. (laughs) But he seems to think that he has. Okay. (laughs) I, I catch your drift there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happens in the church on the altar. Top level messed up. You are speechless. Um. <laughs> Do you want my audible login? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to take your word that it's only a two star. I didn't end off the month very well. Yeah. And I didn't start the month very well. But, hey. <laughs> but I had some five stars. Balance. So, yeah. yeah. That's fine. We're going to start March off with a fantastic boom (laughs) with our featured read, which Uh we are not saying yet until tomorrow. (laughs) That's true. I'm so excited. I know. (laughs) Yeah, that was it. Other than the featured featured read. read. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's a good month, though. Mm -hmm. You only had two two stars. You didn't DNF them. So Mm -hmm. that's that's progress. You're getting better. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. How many did you DNF this month? I think I only DNF two this month. Okay. So it's, it's not bad. It's really not bad. Okay. Uh, I think it's quite obvious based on my ratings of some of these books this month that I think I'm going through a like a rut with romance because I'm getting back into fantasy like the mm-hmm. like Akatar and the Tea Dragon Society trilogy. Yeah. Maybe I'm maybe I'm getting back. Yeah, you're shifting back to your yeah. old self. Yeah. Okay. You had a good run. Mm-hmm. With the yeah, romance. I feel like a lot of the romance that I'm reading now are, I feel like they're just rehashed of ones that I've already read. Yeah. I mean, there's only so many yeah. plots that you can have. Yeah, that's understandable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put the romance on pause. Yeah. Get back into the fantasy. Bonus points if, you know, there's some romance in the fantasy, I guess. I mean, hey. So, yeah, for the featured reads, mm-hmm. Little Toy Car by Gabe Oliver. You finished this one a lot earlier than I did. Okay. So when I first started this, it's not a book that I normally would read mm-hmm. because if anybody follows along with our episodes here, we all know that I love fast-paced romance, yeah. smutty, just not much depth. Yeah. And that's fine. It is fine. I'm aware that I sometimes I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's okay. <laughs> um, but... 
so like the, I struggled through the first couple of chapters. Um, I want to say until he got to high school. Mm-hmm. Then after high school, I couldn't stop. I just kept going. Yeah, I literally could not put this book down. Then it was <laughs> so good. Yeah, I found I felt like I knew Jean better at the start from the beginning to. But see, I feel like adult. I feel like that was done on purpose mm-hmm. because he was also struggling knowing what he wanted in life. Yeah, or who he was as a person. Yeah. So I think that was like, I don't know, I, I completely got that. I felt like I struggled knowing who he was up until high school. Mm. And I think that had to do with how, like, I found the chapters very jumpy, even within the chapters. But yeah, I think I know a reason for that. Oh. Because um, he talks about how he was diagnosed with ADHD. And mm. I feel like the jumpiness is from his ADHD. Yeah. Like, that yeah, makes... I can see. Right? Like... Giving you the feel of... Yeah. Yeah. Like, people who have ADHD, like, they jump from one thing to the next very quickly. Mm-hmm. They can't stay on track. And I found, like, that... Like, that came out in those first couple of chapters. While reading it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got anyway. But I kind of... I did struggle with that. And I know, like, when reading some of the reviews for this book, that a lot of people said that as well. That, like, in between the little paragraph breaks... With those little like dots. Yeah, it got a little cloudy, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah, not sure where it was going, when it was going, and where yeah. it came from, sort of. Yeah, I know. I found like there was times where it would just pick up, it would end one sentence, like say like at his home, and then it would pick up him in church, mm-hmm. right? Like it'd be very jumpy. But I just, I do think that that's just because of him having ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. So like I kind of, looking back at that now, like, I actually really like that. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. Hmm. But then, like, I feel like uh, there, I have so much that I want to say about it, but it's going to have to wait until the end of the episode. Right. So we're just going to talk about this spoiler-free right now, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the episode, after the end credits, mm-hmm. as we we'll say, come back. We'll come back and yeah. actually talk about things um, with spoilers. Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, uh, this book, it follows Jean from childhood to adult uh and just all of the absolute crap he has to go through in his life mm-hmm. it is listed as a psychological coming of age novel and i feel like like there really isn't one way to condense this book into one genre like no definitely not definitely not there's just so much so much to this novel but it's so real yeah like i feel like this had to have been inspired by not necessarily maybe in, in Gabe's life. Oh, yeah. But, like... But from somebody that he knows. Maybe. Or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. know. But it just felt so real. Yeah. He's a really great writer, I have to say. Like, the start of it, I felt kind of like there was too much being described. I kind of felt like my hand was being held throughout the, the start of the novel. Mm-hmm. But at some point, and I don't know what point it was, it just flipped and it just read more coherent. Yeah, I agree. And there was less... um metaphors mm-hmm. but see i f- maybe part of that has to do with gene getting older mm-hmm. so the first couple of chapters are when he's like five years old then he's like eight years old nine years old ten years old your vocabulary isn't very good then right so yeah, maybe. maybe that has something to do with it yeah but yeah i found honestly i think it was when he went to high school yeah i yeah i agree with that i could not put it down and then when he like just started branching out and becoming his own person then and like mm-hmm. i like how he still stayed compassionate mm-hmm. and like a genuine 
nice person Through no matter how things. much he got trampled yeah because literally. how does one person have so much happen to him mm. and still come out as a good person yeah so the church aspect mm. yeah i thought that was gonna break him basically <laughs> he got away from it just to get tossed right. into an even more extremist yeah group yeah like that was very eye-opening though i found there was yeah. a lot of things in this book that i was like wow yeah i was hesitant with the whole religious aspect of it like i i don't like reading that i usually i mean i just rated priest two stars because of it yeah. <laughs> but i found that it wasn't as bad because it was against gene and like the way that gene responded to it and i just I didn't feel like it was being preached to me. No. And I think Gabe did really well with that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at my notes that I have wrote down here now. Uh, one comment was, I hate Colton and him pushing Jesus down Gene's throat. Mm -hmm. He was, Colton was very pushy. Yeah. I did not like him. I wanted to like throat punch him. Yes. He deserved it. Yeah. Colton was bad. I also have another note here. Wow. I actually hate this Melissa bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh. So, like, his relationship drama that he went through, and he got absolutely used, and it yeah. was so sad. Um, there was so much abuse. Uh, check trigger warnings before you read definitely. this novel. Yeah, like, there was homelessness, abuse, heartache, rape, like, yeah. drug use, alcohol abuse. Yeah, so definitely check the yeah. trigger warnings. But overall, as sad as some parts of it was, I actually very much enjoyed it. Yeah, like I rated it. I want to say I'm going to say a 4. Yeah, like to me I was sort of on the fence between 3 and a half to 4. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, like I after talking about it again, I yeah. I'm leaning more towards 4 again. Yeah. It's just like I love the message that it had. Like yeah. life can change so drastically. Yeah. It opened my eyes to a lot of things, I got to say. Mhm. Mm and especially going back to like the church aspect of it. I never realized how bad some of the extremists are. Oh, yeah. And how people take some of the scriptures so seriously. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. And how it feels like a cult. Definitely. Yeah. I know. I know. Overall, yeah. Fantastic book. Mm -hmm. Four stars. So that's all we're going to say about that right now. But if you want to continue listening to our discussion at the end of the episode, mm -hmm. if you've read the book or if you have no intentions of reading it and still want to listen to our discussion, then stick around. Mm -hmm. We'll give you the heads up of when to get out if you don't want to hear any spoilers. Yeah. So out of this month, uh, like who was your favorite author out of this month's reads? <sighs> I don't have much to go off of. I know. You only have three. But I know I only have measly little three books. Um, no, I'm going to have to say JT. Yeah. Going to have to because that's two now. Like I loved Pen Pal a lot more yeah. than Midnight Valentine. It's almost up there. Mm -hmm. Midnight Valentine is almost there. But I just love her writing style and her humor and yeah. just the way that she describes like. I'm a big fan of her heroines. I have to say. Yeah. Like her, like the male characters, yes, 100%. I'm all for her mm. male characters. But her female character, she knows how to write a badass female. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Like yeah. that's, that's two that I've read now. And mm -hmm. they're like 10 out of 10. <laughs> but yeah. And, and her men. Like men written by women. Cannot go wrong. So much better. Um, so who was your favorite writer hmm. out of all of your reads? <laughs> I would also agree, J. 
JT, just, mm-hmm. you know, top notch. But as for, like, new authors that I read, I might have to say Sarah J. Mass. Okay. She has a lot that I'm looking forward to reading. I mean, the big three. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I can see that, though. But honestly, too, Gabe is a close second just because I am excited to see what else yeah, I comes out of agree. his beautiful mind. Yeah, I completely agree. That'll be my, uh, that'll be my second <laughs> as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this was a good month on the books. My my three, but it was it was still the quality was there. yes. We're all about quality over quantity, so I think that pretty much clues up this episode. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now we obviously have more discussion at the end of the episode mm-hmm. that we're dying to get to. <laughs> so again, if anybody has any recommendations for books that they want to hear us talk about, um, just shoot us a message and let us know. We'll gladly take some recommendations into our tbr into my sister's tbr keep an eye out on our instagram tomorrow we're going to be posting march featured read Woohoo! i'm excited yeah i already know some people who are reading currently reading currently <gasps> this book but they don't know that it's the featured read yet oh, so we should get lots of discussion for we better yeah mm-hmm. i will be knocking on some doorsteps <laughs> there'll be some disowned friends yep i won't be knocking on doorsteps because that's uh that <laughs> why would you knock on steps don't know they wouldn't hear that <laughs> Knock, knock, knocking on doorsteps. <laughs> Thanks for listening to us blabber on again for a fourth episode. I can't believe. How do we still have people listening to us? All right, well, thanks for joining us again. Thanks. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. Toodles. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Jean said, Chad may have been right. Love is great, but it wasn't the pinnacle. The pinnacle was to use that love to better the world. That is what I wanted to discover. That is what I wanted to find. That is what I wanted to achieve. The pinnacle. Mm-hmm. And another one was, I think this was his last girlfriend or like his girlfriend that he ended the book with. Kara. Yeah. Um, you don't constantly have to be chasing after something, she suggested. Life is full of little insignificant moments that carry no meaning or no purpose at all. They are often beautiful moments. You can miss out on them when you're constantly chasing after something else. Yeah. Like, I learned a lot from this, honestly. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just to stop and just focus on, like, the little parts of life. Yeah. Like, not, like, just – because I find, like, I'm always – I find I'm always stressing – over what's coming next. Yeah. What's next and how do you get that next level up? Yep. And you don't always have to. Yeah. Just stop right. and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. I like how the toy car was brought up multiple times throughout the book. The whole book, he was constantly reflecting on that car. Mm-hmm. And one point throughout it, it switches. Like he looks at that toy car as what started all of the the downward spiral yeah the downward spiral then like towards the end of it like i don't think he felt that same that that way about it yes it brought on a lot of negative things in his life but like that's where he got to where he was Mm -hmm. at the end he wouldn't have gotten there if he never ever stole that car yeah i know a small like insignificant thing right right? that turned it to be so significant like everything what is it like domino effect domino effect right like what those things just mess me up so much And another thing, how he says, um, that little toy car represented the Volvo station wagon, the poverty my mother and I lived through in the back of it. It represented the truck I crashed into James. It represented the accident with Melissa. It was all bitter memories. Almost every tragedy in my life was connected to that little toy car. Mm-hmm. But like a lot happened after that. Yeah. After he said that quote, like he did not look at it that negatively anymore. Mm-hmm. One thing that I've questioned though, since reading the book is why didn't he throughout the book try to reach out to his half-sister okay i thought about that as well so i know like he says throughout the book that she is just like her father yeah i i understand that i'm just wondering at what age she was and like i know i've kind of wondered that too like i guess with her being so much like jacob maybe he just had a lot of i mean there's obviously obviously a lot of trauma trauma. Yeah. yeah But maybe there was just too much and he just didn't want to. I guess, yeah. Like, but at the same time, I would want to reach out to find out to make sure that he wasn't also beating her. Yeah. I tell you now, the most satisfying part was when he was beating the living daylights (laughs) out of Jacob. Uh, That part confused me because it started out with him beating him up, like Mm -hmm. the chapter. But then it, it like went back in time. Yeah. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then it brought it back to where... But there was no indication that that's what happened. It just, like, it just felt like it just cut off. And I, like, all of a sudden he was beating up whoever it was because you don't know as yeah, you're it reading it. Yeah, it just says, like, oh, yeah. my God, like, what are you doing? Like, and then it just, like, snaps back to. A different And then time. it leads back up to it again. Yeah. Like, it's just, the jump there confused me. It was, yeah, it was a little jumpy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. In my mind, I'm still dead set on, like, all of this jumpiness is just his his brain just jumping all over the place. Like, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of his ADHD, but maybe in his head, he kind of blacked out there and then just jumped to a different... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I just found that very satisfying. And good on him for not killing Jacob. Yeah. I would have blacked out and completely murdered him. <laughs> his face would have been into that... Yeah. Copy table corner. Yeah. 
hundred percent. Again, just shows Gene is so much better than, yeah. than we are. Yeah, he came out definitely so much better. The crap that he was put through when he went to move with his friend John, was it John? Is that out to California? Yeah. Yeah. John. I knew something was I knew something was funky. Mm-hmm. When he kept saying, oh, these are my brothers. Yeah. No, something was funky. And then Colton, I hated Colton. Right from the start? Right, right from f- the start. Yeah. Oh, I hated him so much. Like, <sighs> hated him so much. Like, I literally, in my notes here, like, I would write notes down as I was going through each, like, mm-hmm. chapter and stuff. But yeah, I was just like, I hate Colton. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the outcome. Didn't obviously enjoy all of the traumatic events that went no, on no but they but needed f- to be talked about yeah and i found yeah gabe did not um like shy away from the trauma yeah yeah i did get ilsa's thoughts on little toy car she uh she only she rated a two okay it's i don't think it's her style mm-hmm. right um, she's mainly into fantasy right? yeah oh she reads some like dark uh, erotica she said prose I like that they kept to the theme and had Jean coming back to the little toy car throughout the book. Mm -hmm. Pro and con, it's very descriptive. You get a good picture, but it really kills the pace in some parts. Con, the chapters weren't broken up enough. You would be reading one part of the story and the next page would be something else. It was hard to push through many parts. Okay. Some paragraphs felt cluttered and the way it was printed, it was hard to tell if we were at the same part of the story or moved on. The slow pacing killed me. So, again, I think maybe she's more of a medium, fast pace. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. And, I mean, like, so am I. But I found mainly, like, the middle of the book mm-hmm. is where I mainly took off. Yeah. I found that was very, that was a very much medium pace. Mm-hmm. But I can I can see what she's saying. I can see what she's saying. I, I still, like, I felt like there, a lot of it was to form a connection mm-hmm. with gene like his character and what led him to certain parts of his life yeah definitely but like there were parts when like towards the end that it just almost felt like a fever dream yeah that i was kind of like is this still the same book yeah like the same characters <laughs> he really like changed his life around that's yeah sure. there was a really big pivotal moment where it just kind of like flipped the story upside down and it felt like gene was just so much different mm-hmm. from like the first and I mean, of he course, that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like he was trying to better his life and trying to change up what he was doing because obviously, what he was at mm-hmm. and people who who he was involving in his life yeah. wasn't bettering his life at all. Yeah, I like how he went from trying to pursue like the music career. It was he constantly had his mind on getting to the top, getting yeah. to the top, excelling, and you know, just for him to end up at the end of it, living out of a car, enjoying the little things in yeah. life. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I honestly, there's times I wish I could just take off in the car and, yeah, yeah just live amongst the trees in my yeah. car. I don't think that would go over well. It would not. I have too many kids. <laughs> and too many animals. <laughs> yeah, and too many, too many animals. Uh, to conclude our discussion, I very much enjoyed it. Oh, I, I think I would still, like, 100% recommend it to, mm-hmm. if anybody wants to borrow my book. Yep. I have things written in it, but you can <laughs> you can borrow mine too. Uh, but like we said, I think last episode, it is on Kindle Unlimited, mm-hmm. available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely recommend and it, it. And if you buy the physical, it's a real soft, <laughs> soft. <laughs> it's the soft mat. Like you can't go wrong with those. So I guess this is where we will 
We will conclude our episode here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for another couple weeks. All right, well, whoever is still listening, if anybody even bothered to (laughs) stick around, thanks for joining us. See you in two weeks. (laughs) See you soon. Bye.